So one of the most downloaded episodes that we've had is um, is the recap episode. And the recap episode, or what I did on Sundays, where we went back and did a did a quick little summary of the week's podcast. That way you can catch up by listening to um, to the whole thing. And, and if there's some specific episodes that kind of got your wheels spinning, then you can... You can pop in on on that one, or or hopefully it's several of them. So um, and that's what I want to go back to. Um, so on Monday, uh, episode one eighty one, we talked about there's two different kinds of confidences, and a lot of times when we think of confidence, we think of just one thing, just confidence is one big bulk item. But there's but confidence actually gets split off. There's perceived, and then there's earned confidence. And perceived confidence is what's it's what's given off. Um, and earned confidence is it's the it's the merited uh, part of it, meaning that um, it's you you earn from what you learn. Now you need both, and they both need each other. So, but perceived confidence is where it kicks all off. And perceived confidence first, um, that's on you, man. And so it's how you perceive yourself, because how you perceive yourself is how it's actually transferred onto others. And the the thing that is so crucial that I can't stress enough is you don't let circumstances define who you are. Your circumstances only get to determine where you are right now in life. And a lot of times what happens is, is based on if, if everything's going right, then obviously we, we think more highly of ourselves and we carry ourselves differently. But if things aren't going, uh, you know, aren't going so well, you're in a shit sandwich of a month or day or year, then a lot of times we let that determine and, and discolor our perception of ourselves. Look, no matter what's going on out there, never lose sight of what's going on in there. So whatever your current situation is, is not how your life has to play out that way. Okay. It's just a, it's just a point on the map. Okay. So, you know, because the thing that is so important to know is, is how you perceive yourself is a, is how other people perceive you as well. And that's how other people determine if they want to do business with you. And I'm saying business in the course of sales. It could be business in the business of life because people size you up, man. And if you're carrying yourself a certain way, and let me ask you this. Have you ever met somebody who just had that, I don't know, they had that aura, that swag, and only to realize that they really didn't have a lot going for them? But they just carried themselves in such a manner. Or it's kind of the ugly dude who always gets the pretty chicks. He just carries himself differently. He has a different perception of himself. And no, I'm not calling you ugly. And I'm not saying that you don't have anything going for yourself uh, either. But what I'm saying is, is perceptions where it all kicks off. Um, and so then you then you take it on from there. So because how people perceive you is how they do business with you and then what you do from there well then that's where the earned confidence comes on it's it's the action that you take and you earn the confidence through the highs and the lows it's 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 a, co- a compilation of both the high moments the low moments you put them all together and you forge and you push through and that's how you earn your confidence on Tuesday we talked about that's episode number 182 we talked about growth uh, growth through uncertainty and I spoke of this because this was something, look, I do these podcasts a lot of times because I'm trying to figure out things myself. Most of the podcasts I do because either I'm trying to figure it out just like you are, um, and, um, or I'm just realizing some things and, and are some things have come, you know, more clear as I've gotten older 
are are taking the action and I, I share those things also. So this is this is one of those episodes where I was kind of thinking out loud. And I'm I've been two decades in the confrontation business of sales. And but I, I wasn't I wasn't confronting issues in my own personal life. And as I'm sitting there, I'm realizing that uh, uh, of what the, the stats are. Sales is a game of failure. I mean, you're going to fail 70, 80% of the time. So knowing that you're going to fail, well, it kind of takes the edge off of, okay, uh, you're going to fail. Even if I do everything statistically right, you're not going to make a sale. So I didn't really, I, I really didn't fear. The certainty was that you're going to fail. Every now and then, the uncertainty was that you, that you may make a sale. So it was, it was weighted differently. You know what I mean? But in my personal life, who, I mean, who the hell wants to fail 78% of the time? So I avoided the confrontation because I didn't want to, I didn't want to fail. Um, and it was the uncertainty, man. That's what it was. I wasn't avoiding the confrontation. I was really masking the confrontation because I was avoiding the, the uncertainty. And so I had to, I had to decide and call it for what it was. It wasn't, the confrontation wasn't the issue. The uncertainty was. And I didn't know how things were going to play out. And I was fearful about those things. But I've learned this is, number one, if you call it for what it is, when you feel that little check where you're like, oh, I don't want to do this, where you say, Marsh, look, you're not scared of the issue. You're really more fearful of the uncertainty. You don't know how it's going to play out. But I do know this. You can shorten the uncertainty by taking it on. Take on the uncertainty. And many things that you that you fear Number one, uh, they, they, well, number one, it's going to shorten it. Number two, um, it, it's gonna, it's, it's not going to play out the way that you think it is. It's not going to be as bad as you think it is. We tend to catastrophize everything. We, we make things way worse than they are. But if you just turn and confront the uncertainty, the uncomfortableness, you're going to be a lot better off for it. So I'm learning that. Uh, episode 183 was. Um, Talked about legendary skateboarder Tony Hawk and uh, early in his skating career, um, you know, he was showing up at these competitions and these these structures that he was skating on were were poorly built. They were all shaky, but he skated them anyway uh, because Hawk was a was a he dude. He was a pro in action where others are amateurs in thought because here's the thing. Amateurs want and pros, man, they're just willing. Uh, They're willing to push past the want uh, and just really take that risk on uh, or take the to actually not even take the risk. Amateurs see risk. Pros see it more so as just an opportunity. So they're willing to to take on the opportunity. I like this one because everybody wants something. We want to do this. We want to achieve this. Everybody wants, but few are willing. And see, amateurs. The difference is, amateurs want things just right before they before they take something on, and they want it just right because they want to take the edge off of the. Uh, off the uh, or lower the statistics and failing itself, and so they want perfect optimal conditions before taking it on because they don't want to fail and they don't want to fail in front of others. But what pros do, man, they just seize the opportunity. They push people out of the way and just say, "Shit, I'll do it. Let's go." And and it, it's not the perfect situation, but they'll push forward and take it on anyway because they don't mind failing uh, and, and and looking foolish in front of others. Because the fact that they take those things on, it, man, that's what makes them better. And they can take on more adverse situations because they, they throw themselves in the mix. And so 
they just take it on. So, you know, it was just kind of one of those checks where, you know, are you an amateur or are you a pro? Um, and this is something you can turn pro anytime that you want to. Tony Hawk turned pro by, he skated a lot, but he turned pro by basically it had a box on the paper that of a competition he was entering in. He checked the box pro. And from then on, I mean, it's a, it's a longer story from there, but from then on, man, he was, he was known as a pro, but it's through the action that he took. That's why he, that's why nobody ever questioned his, um, his pro awareness, if you will. So, all right. Uh, Thursday, 184, um, was, um, these are A to Z moments and you don't need to know A to Z and too often in life before we take something on or. Uh, again, I guess it kind of rolls back to uncertainty. We want to know A to Z. We want to know everything. How's everything going to take out or, or um, fold out? And life doesn't. Life, life. I'm learning this. Life is is not revealed all at once. Life is unfolded, but it unfolds by taking one step at a time. So here you are on point A, dude. Just get to point B, and then once you get to point B, then graduate to point C. And you just got to take one step at a time and one letter at a time. Now, you're going to go along the way, and some of these steps you're going to transition into the next step. Some of them you're going to pause for a second and appreciate them. But there are going to be other steps that you're going to take in your A to Z moments from uh, E to F um, is you're going to have moments that come up that are going to be divorce and firing and um bankruptcy and just all kind of big, big events, but don't capitalize those events. Don't put a, and that's what we tend to do. We tend to capitalize those moments. We make those moments proper nouns in our, in our lives. And you don't want to do that. You capitalize moments like that. Then what happens is you end up parking in life and you don't want that. And use that as your excuse. Well, I got divorced. So you capitalize, you put the big D on there. Uh, I got cancer. You capitalize those moments. And it's not that those moments don't hurt. And it's not that those moments are very scary. But these are tra- these are all moments of transition. And you have to treat them as such. So, number one, don't worry about Z. Just get to the next step. Get a B. Then when you get to uh, B, then go to C. And then take one step at a time, number one. And number two is keep all these 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 moments. Keep them lowercase. They're just, they're not proper nouns. They're not reasons why you need the park. They're just moments of transitions. And I think big events come up like this, just really just kind of to wake you up, to slap you back awake a little bit. And then they cause you, they force change where you actually have to do something different. And it forces you because if you're not forced, sometimes if life doesn't force you, doesn't kick you out of the nest, then you don't do anything different. And we, we ended the week. Uh, with uh, episode number 185. And this is my first AMA, my first Ask Me Anything. And, and what I basically did is, you know, I, I'll do some some sales questions, things that just come up in my career. But these are these are the AMAs that um, I was actually specifically questioned on these things. Um, and so I took, I took, you know, viewer questions and wanted to answer them. Um, and so the first question was, is, is, uh, you know, is a, a guy who had lost an account. He said, how do I win the account back? <clears throat> and, my, and my response is you don't, you don't win it back. You earn it back from learning, but you got to first, you, you got to learn what went wrong and you may not get that account back. And you got to go in there with that mindset that you're not going to get that account back, but you go back in there with trying to figure out 
what you can learn from there. Uh, and we talked about some some different things. And the other uh, part of the the AMA, uh, the Ask Me Anything was is is in something we can all relate to. But how do you how do you uh, how do you stave off the uh, the discouragement in sales? Because discouragement is huge. I mean, you you put all these these hours in with customers, and most of them, like I said earlier, they don't pan out. Seventy eighty percent of the time, they don't pan out. Um, and so, you know, my my advice is is you got to think in buckets data points, reps, and then that equals the results. So, and we talked about, you know, the transitioning moments from buckets, to data points to reps, and then that's how you get to the results itself. So now look, you can send the questions to me at, um, thesaleslife1 at gmail.com, thesaleslife1 at gmail.com. And if we use it, then, um, then I'll get some cool, uh, cool new swag gear, man. Uh, we're going to do uh, sales life, uh, swag gear. And, uh, so we'll get that out to you also if we use it on the show. So, Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in this week. That's the recap for the week. Hopefully you find something that's uh, interesting for you. And if there's something you want to hear more or less of, man, please send me your, uh, your comments. So as always, I appreciate you tuning into The Sales Life, and I'll meet you back here next week.